if you watch the news on the televisions, if you read the daily newspapers, and if you browse on the internet, you'll always find and see about the breaking news. And what's in the breaking news were the various crimes that happened around the world or sometimes in our area. While making this homily, a breaking news appeared in my cell phone about a 40-year-old Vincia delivery driver was shot and killed in an Auburn Grisham neighborhood. There was also a news about a five-year-old girl whose grandfather and his wife are charged with her death, or the two young women killed in a shooting in North Suburban, Wokigan. Sometimes you may ask, why do these things happen? Why do these criminals still exist? And the, the irony is, some evil men do not only exist, but even prosper. And we, who are trying to be good, seem to be the losers. We may wonder. Such is the mystery of the evil in the world. Why they continue to exist indeed baffles us. There is a Filipino saying that goes like this, bad grass never dies. But a glimmer of an answer can be found in Jesus' parable of the weeds, the bad grass, and the wheat in the Sunday Gospel. Let them grow together, Christ says. There will be a time to separate the weeds from the wheat. Like the farmer in the parable, that's how God acts. On examining more closely the order of the farmer in the parable not to pull up the weeds, less in so doing, they uproot the wheat is not the right according to all the standards of farming and gardening. You do not wait to pull out the weeds only at the time of harvest. But Jesus has a message here. He wants to show us that God's ways are radically different from ours. He's telling us that's how God is patient and forbearing with a sinner. With this message goes the warning that we should not be less patient than God. The story is told about the great patriarch Abraham who spent much of his life in the desert. One day, he saw a stranger walking in the distance and he called out, inviting the traveler to dine with him and stay for the night. The man readily agreed, but as Abraham was preparing to serve the meal, he learned that his guest was a fire worshiper. He immediately threw him out of his tent without so much as a date to eat. 
That night, God appeared to Abraham in a dream and asked, Why did you treat your guests as poorly as you did? And Abraham answered, Because he did not worship you, the one true God, my Lord. The voice continued, Abraham, Abraham, I have put up with that unbeliever for 80 years. Who did you have born with him for one night? Jesus' words may be addressed to those who are scandalized today because his church contains many sinners and hypocrites. People who keep attending Mass on Sundays but whose lives are not consistent with their religious life. But the question is, where can you find a church that's pure and totally sincere? A church that doesn't contain hypocrites, that doesn't contain sinners, or in a modern language, a church full of bashers. The one who is scandalized by bad elements in church reminds you of the young man who told his parish priest or his pastor, I have stopped going to church. I find so many hypocrites. I find so many sinners in the church. After posing momentarily, the priest replied, My son, there's always room for one more. Let God delay his final purification till the harvest time is an encouragement. However, the delay is also a warning. One day, there will be an end of further chances, and then judgment follows. In the words of the farmer, first collect the weeds and bundle them up to be burned. My dear brothers and sisters, Jesus knows that this church will always contain hypocrites, that this church will always contain sinners or butchers whose hearts are and deeds are far from God. Every attempt to create a pure church of true believers will end in failure. For if we excluded sinners, where would we be? Amen.